Hey moms, welcome to another episode of the Life Unboxed blog show, where we talk about all things momtrepreneur, from raising your kids to running a business, and the most important, keeping your sanity. I am Jody the mom from lifeunboxed.blog, and if you let me know if you're enjoying this channel, and you know what to do, like the video, subscribe to the channel, drop a comment below, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast and share the podcast with your friends. So let's get into today's topic. And that is grading. This is the dreaded task. You know the kind of task that you need to psych yourself up for days ahead of time. And grading for four kids multiplies this feeling by four. Between teaching multiple grades, figuring out the right curriculum, and keeping grades for school, it can get overwhelming. So keeping grades is not my favorite thing to do at all. But over the years, through trial and error, that's how most of us learn, I found a system that works. So if you're feeling mom guilt when it comes to keeping grades for school, banish it. You homeschool because you want to tailor curriculum and teaching for your child, not because you love to grade. So give yourself permission to hate this part. And I'm going to let you in on a secret. Teachers don't like to grade either. So you are in very good company. Why you need to keep grades for school. So in some homeschool circles, this may actually be a controversial topic. And I fully understand the reasons for it. Kids learn beyond books. You don't want to fall into a one-size-fits-all type of school. You want to learn outside of the system. And you aren't trying to recreate school at home. So if your state doesn't require these records, then the choice is totally yours. You have the freedom to decide how you want to measure your child's growth and improvement. Keeping grades is just one way to do this, so make the choice that's best for your family. Depending on your state's laws and the records they require, you may need to keep grades for your homeschool. So find out more about your state's homeschool laws at hslda.org and link will be in the description. So if your high schooler plans to go to college, then you definitely need to keep grades so that you can create a high school transcript. So that is required for college. Whether you're homeschooled or not, you still need to provide a transcript. Let's talk about the tools to keep grades for school. And there are so many resources and tools to help you grade. If you love office supplies as much as I do, then you can have a blast with all of these tools. So I actually use an Excel spreadsheet, and this is what it looks like. So I have um, the student name, the year, uh, and then I'll put their final grades for their subjects up at the top. And then obviously the cells, I can track them. I enter the formula to figure out the average and it tallies it as I go. So this is what I use. It's actually very simple and basic. If you want 
this um, editable uh, sheet, you can sign up for the newsletter over at lifeunboxed.blog, and I will leave the link below. And it'll look like this. And you can download your free homeschool templates, which will include um, a weekly schedule, attendance on one page that automatically tallies. Like where we are, we have to track our attendance and turn it in at the end of the year. So automatically tracking days is like a really big deal. <laughs> and you, you'll also get that grade sheet that I just showed you. So definitely hop on over to the website. Again, I will leave the link below. And if you just get on the website and you can't find this, it'll be, it's under the mom, the mom bag, um, tab. So you would go to keeping your sanity and under there is the mom bag. And the mom bag is really a list of resources for you. So whether you're dealing with, um, running your business, raising your kids or keeping your sanity, there are resources in that, um, section, uh, for you. So a lot of downloadable uh, items to help you in each of those areas. Okay. So let's get back to grading. So along with the Excel spreadsheet, there's also a lot of grade books to choose from. And again, I'll leave that link in the description below so you can take a look. The most important thing to do is to find a fun one, like a fun grading book that will help make the process a little less daunting. Now, there's a specific, there are specific ways that you're supposed to keep a high school transcript. And I don't provide one because I actually, um, I downloaded it either uh, from HSLDA or from another organization that I belong to here locally. Um, that's where I got the transcript from. So I'm not, I'm not even using one that I created. I'm using one somebody else created that has all the formulas in there. So the high school transcript goes beyond just tracking grades. It You need to tally and you need to average credits with the number of, with their GPA. So there's a lot more involved. So definitely I will leave a link um, from HSLDA about uh, doing a high school transcript in the description below. So definitely check that out so you can make sure that you're doing it the right way. All right, so let's get into my favorite part. Whenever I do a show or I write a post, I always want to make sure that I'm offering you substance or offering you some practical tips. I don't want um, the I don't want all of these things to just stay in the realm of ideas or in the realm of theory. I want to actually give you some very practical tools and steps and tips that you can apply now to help you with this process. So since I dread this task of grading so much, I have to schedule it ahead of time so I can mentally prepare for it. So here are my five tips to do grades for school. The first one is grade when you have time. I know this sounds really basic, but I have tried to like, well, let me just squeeze it in, you know, in this five minutes that I have here. And it usually doesn't work out. So grade when you have time and avoid scheduling anything else. As you grade, you will see things to go over with your kids. So make sure you have the time to explain a concept they may be missing and give them time to correct. So don't try and squeeze it in in five minutes unless you know, like 
you know your kids and as you they get as you get into the school year you you know what subjects they excel at and what subjects they um needs um some help with so if you're just sticking you know you want to grade a subject that they're excelling at because you know it'll be real quick then sure do that in 5 minutes but if you know that they are going to require extra attention from you, make sure you have the time to give that to them. Because I work, I am not able to teach every single subject. So grading gives me the ability to see where they need um, some extra help from me at or in the subjects. So number two, schedule one kid at a time. And I know with four kids like that I'm grading, it's, I mean, it's like I'm grading all week, but in reality it's not because my first grader going to be second grader, uh, because of how we do his schoolwork, I'm seeing stuff every day. So I don't have to sit down and grade his stuff separately. The older kids I do, and there's a lot more, uh, to their curriculum, obviously, when you start getting up into junior high, high school, there's a lot more to each of their curriculum. So I do take one kid at a time and I give time to each one of my children. So this will be easier for you and then you can give them the one-on-one they may need. So grade all that schoolwork for that one child at the same time and then take a break. Especially, again, if you're getting into the junior high and high school age, there's just a lot to grade and to go over and to maybe discuss with your kids. So make sure that you, again, give your kids just that one-on-one time that they need. Number three, grade every other week. So I have to have a break in between because, again, with the, with the way I grade because I like to get things just over with and then take a break. So you could, you know, spread this out over two weeks, spread all your kids out over two weeks, however you want to do it. And however works for you have at it. These are just the tips that have helped me. So if there's like, well, number one and two helps number three. No, I don't want to do like, do it like that. Then go for it. This is all you mama. So I like to grade every other week because I want to take a break This gives me a chance to recover and there may not be that much to actually grade, um, you know, if I keep grading every week. So I like to skip a week. I like to give myself that break in between. And number four, you don't need to grade everything. Most curriculum have enough tests and quizzes that you can really get a good idea of progress and improvement by just grading quizzes, tests, and essays. Because kids need feedback on their writing to be better writers. And if you want to help them improve their writing, I will leave a link for you in the description below. So you can skip the daily work, or if you find your kids need feedback on daily work, then let them grade it themselves. So do you remember sitting in class if you weren't homeschooled and the teacher saying, okay, now pass your paper to your neighbor. And you guys went through and graded it um, as an entire class. So your teacher in school didn't even grade all of your work. So it's okay to let them grade it. And this will help them to see their mistakes 
uh, a lot of the answer keys, um, a lot of most homeschool answer keys will give you orders of operations and will show you how, you know, the logic to reach that answer. So it's good for the kids to see that logic, especially if they got something wrong. So um, give them the choice or the option to grade their daily work if they need to. And then you just keep grades for tests, quizzes, and essays. And our fifth one, number five, is write the grades down immediately. So have your grade book open or your Excel sheet in front of you on your computer screen and enter the grades immediately. You don't want to go back at a later time and do this. You really don't. Grade, enter it, move on. So grade, enter it, move on. Keep that in mind. So grade the test, enter the grade, and move on. My fellow mom, this wraps up my quick tips on how to uh, keep grades for school. I want you to be confident that you do not have to like every aspect of homeschooling, okay? You give yourself permission to, yeah, not like some of the stuff that you have to do. So for me, grading is at the top of my list of things I don't like. So if you find yourself in the same place, sign up for the Life Unbox newsletter and get your editable grading spreadsheet and join other moms who are in this together. I am so glad you joined me today. If you want to help spread the word, be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember to check out the Life Unbox store for all of your mom boss merch. For more great mompreneur content, follow Life Unbox on social media or check out lifeunboxed.blog. Be sure to share the podcast and video with your friends. And I will see you in the next video.